Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The Pure Hoops podcast is a presentation of Pure Hoops Media. The Pure Hoops podcast most definitely does reflect the views of our management. Here's three-time NBA champ BJ Armstrong and Eric Newman. Eric Newman, Pure Hoops podcast here. So as BJ Armstrong and I were recording uh, this episode uh, heading into the weekend, we were talking The Last Dance and um, the conversation became simply invigorating. So here's the conversation that BJ Armstrong and myself had about the upcoming release of The Last Dance featuring the 90s Bulls and, of course, Michael Jordan. Hope you enjoy it. You look at the NBA right now, right? What are we talking about here? We're talking about the business. We're talking about the business of sports. When are they going to resume play? When are we going to resume play? That's what we're discussing here. Today's young players have to have an understanding about the business. Whoever the greatest player is, you can debate that. But this is what's not debatable. Michael Jordan understood the business of sports better than any other player who's played in that league. Up to this point. He created a lane for himself and for others now to follow his blueprint of what he perceived was possible, not only on the court, if he performed, but off the court. There was no one else had shoes, a signature shoe that they were selling like Jordan. There wasn't another guy who was selling Gatorade and all. Gatorade wasn't even official sponsor of the nba no he, up he, that he kicked that door wide open wide McDonald's. open wide open for what was possible obviously what lebron so, james has done has rewritten what's possible across multiple lanes of business and industry but what jordan did but no one has done it like he has sure done. no one has done it like jordan the, pi- there the, is the pioneer no, the pioneer the, the, he, Jordan set the table for all these other guys, right? All these other guys, yep. every time you, you hear them, they're a brand and all those things. Well, I've only seen one guy. If you say Jordan, you know who I'm talking about, <laughs> okay? Yep. He set the table at such a high standard and showed us, the rest of the players, and the league what was possible. Because he was working with Chevrolet. He was working with McDonald's. He was working with Haynes. He was working outside of the game and generating mo- money that we didn't, we weren't aware of. And then here is the here is the kicker, right, Eric? Back then, we used to read the newspaper, and he used to always say this: "Every day, I want to get as far off the sports page as I possibly can hmm. get." Every day. What does that what does that mean? Like, first of all, why is an athlete not trying to be in the sports section? That's where we play, right? That's where we live. Here was a guy who was trying to get in the business section. He was trying to get in the lifestyle section. He was trying to get on the front page because he understood 
business. He understood Wall Street. He had a sense that there were economic opportunities that were outside of the arenas. And that to me is the greatest achievement. And why he should be the greatest player is because he explored the business and he understood it. The way he dressed, the way he interviewed, he was aware of the things he said and he was aware of it before there was a blueprint. No one was talking about building a brand. No one was talking about, Michael, why do you always wear suits? Because he wanted Wall Street to see him in a way that was more than just an athlete. He would always say, look, no. they always, who goes to work in a shorts and a tank top? So if you ever saw Michael Jordan in a post-game interview, he always had a suit on. When he did his interviews on the talk circuit, he always had a suit on because he understood that Wall Street had a suit on. See, the, this was before all of the NBA initiatives and NBA programs and all of the things now, right? You know, you have a you have someone who dress you. You know, I always laugh. You know, everyone has someone that, you know, they have their, their style. You're telling me B.J. Armstrong didn't have a stylist? <laughs> no, but I understood. I understood Wall Street. Yeah. I, I understood. I mean, the, 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 the fact that he knew that Wall Street and Madison Avenue were watching and then had that portfolio of partnerships and brands Come and on. sponsors that were who, developed. Who, who, I mean, who? Nike's and Nike and the Jordan brand, like everyone, obviously that's where it starts. But then you look at the other lanes and you, you rattle them off. McDonald's, Hanes, Gatorade, Chevrolet. And, and I'm sure there are so many more that we forgot or that we're not mentioning. But uh, it's astounding what he accomplished in that space. And the fact that he had the wherewithal to say, I want to be as far from the sports page as possible is, is incredible. It's incredible. And, and, and that's. But but again, now we you know we we have social media, we have all of these things, and we talk we talk we do a lot of talking about it. But here's the one thing we don't talk about: in order to be all of those things, mm -hmm. it requires you to perform. Yep. I'll say that it, it you gotta, requires you, gotta take you care to of the, actually you gotta take care of the main thing, right? If you want to be the best, right? McDonald's and all of these people. Gatorade, Powerade, they're they're not. They don't want to associate themselves and say we're the second best, you know, sports drink. Yep. We want to be the best sports drink. So that requires these athletes, these brands who have access in a direct way to the consumer to perform. Performance is the X factor to everything working. Right? When the Bulls played in the 90s, you could with great accuracy, say in the early 90s, I don't know who else is going to be in the finals, but Michael Jordan's going to be there. You could just about you could just about put that in pen, right? You could put put that one in pen. To, to all the, that to, man to, there was to going, all the Knicks fans listening right now. My, my well, apologies. All the Knicks. My apologies. You know, and, 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 but no, but you're right. You're, is, right. you're right. His commitment yep. to to what was necessary for his business was far beyond and exceeded anything that most were even thinking about. Yep. He was like, you know what? I have this opportunity. You know what? When I come to Madison Square Garden, 
I'm just thinking about the game. I'm thinking about my matchup, right? I'm thinking about Derek Harper or, or uh, you know, Charlie Ward and what we're going to do. Here's Michael Jordan going, okay, I have this incredible audience in front of me. I have to perform. Hmm. I have to perform. And with this performance, there will come great opportunities. Well, what's the, what's the performance? Well, I got the shoes. I got the... Uh, I, I got McDonald's. I have people will cover this and so forth and so on. Like, who else was thinking like that, Eric? No one was thinking like that. So he had a, he was peeking into something, Eric, that only a few could have possibly peeked into, but he lived there. He created that. So all of the players afterwards have to point that back to him. Had to point it back to him because he was the first one who opened up that lane, created that lane, but more importantly, he thrived in the business. Hmm. He thrived in it. I'm getting, uh, I'm getting pretty excited for uh, the last dance debut Sunday night, April 19th. This is a, a, a perfect segue quickly into this because obviously – uh, you uh, are one of the voices uh, interviewed for this. Um, you know, let, let, let's start with you're interviewed. You've you've uh, you, you know the elements of the film. I believe you have not watched it yet for um, certain reasons. But um, you know, what does this project mean, and how excited are you for? Uh, this to come out and the world to finally get a glimpse of uh, the greatness, which was uh, the 90s Bulls led by Michael Jordan? Well, it's it's always, for me, it's always been weird, Eric. Um, I think I've said this to you a few times. You know, it's, it's always weird to watch yourself, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's weird to like, you know, like, um, you know, I'll be flipping, flipping or you know, uh, through television, all of a sudden I'll see an old game and my kids will be like, oh, dad, hey, you're you're playing. Yep. And I always walk out because it's really weird. It's really weird to... <laughs> so wait, really so, so hold on, hold watch. on. The 92 finals are on against Portland I, and I, you I, leave I, the I room. I can't, I cannot watch the game. It's very hard for me to watch myself Interesting. as a fan. Interesting. Right? Because I... my. My my eye is trained to technically watch the game. Yeah, of course. So whenever I watch the game, you know I'm learning how to be a fan, right? Yeah, I'm learning how to go to the but game. But if you were still like, if you were still late on that closeout on Terry Porter, you're still late on that closeout on Terry Porter. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's a it's it's just very hard for me to watch a game without actually looking at all the technical things that are going on during the game. Yep. So when when I watch, it's hard for me to watch myself, right? It's it's very hard. Um, and I, I just, I, it makes me feel very uncomfortable for whatever reason, right? I, I can only imagine uh, what it's like to see yourself on the big screen, right? And uh, that's probably where I can't think of anything worse, right? That's kind of like one of my, you know, probably, you know, I don't have a lot of things that that really make me uncomfortable, but that's one. <laughs> like watching myself, if you want to make me feel uncomfortable, just put a film up of me playing, right? Or I'm me involved in something. I'm just uncomfortable watching it. Um, but in saying that, um, I, I, I'm very nervous for my friend, right? 
the Air Jordan guy will be fine. He'll still, you know, I imagine, you know, there'll be a lot of conversation about, you know, this and that. But I'm, I'm, I'm really nervous for my friend, Michael. And here's why. You know, when you reach a certain level of excellence, it takes a dedication that's beyond anything that you think, right? You know, I, I, I'm, I'm around young people all the time. I, and, and I hear it, you know, you deal with, you deal with the ego. You deal with all of the things um, that come with reaching that certain level. But talking about being great, acting as if you want to be great is different than executing being great. And I, I'm, I'm nervous for him because there aren't many people that have this level of talent, that have had this level of talent and been able to execute it at this level. And, you know, I saw a man, Eric, do things that a man shouldn't be able to do. Physically, mentally, emotionally, I saw a man dedicate his life to his craft, right? And that level of dedication scares me, Eric, because... There's a cost, right? Everyone, everyone talks about it, right? Everyone talks about it, you know? And, and, and that's why I have a hard time becoming a fan because when you look in someone's eye in someone's eyes and you see they're willing to go to whatever means are necessary to do whatever they need to do. That's a different, that's a, that's a different view or a vantage point that when you see it, you better be prepared for that moment. Okay. Now I've seen a lot of great talents, right? In my life, in my lifetime. But I haven't seen a, a lot of great talents that have the, the discipline to actually, you know, take that talent and, and go beyond even what I thought was possible, right? Everyone wants to reach their full potential. When you came to see a Michael Jordan game, he was better than you even anticipated. And he was already a phenomenal player. He was going to give you something. So when you when you saw the dedication that this man had to his craft, that he gave his life towards it, this is going to be hard for my, for in my opinion from my friend. Well, wow. because now he's exposing something that he's never shared with anyone, and I know it's going to be authentic. I don't know how it's going to be perceived. But Eric, this wasn't about money. This wasn't about fame. This wasn't about championships. This wasn't about who's the greatest, who's the best. All of the things, you know, that that's on the surface. At some point, Eric, a part of him is going to have to say it's over, right? And when I say it's over, you know, Eric, once it's on, when the light's on, the light's on. When the light's off, the light's off. That light's never going off. Just because he can't run up and down and play hmm. doesn't mean that he that doesn't mean that the light is off. Sure. And this is gonna be hard because I think this is finally if you know, I, 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 and and I and I I've been thinking about this. You know, Eric, I think this is him finally saying, I'm done playing. 
Wow. Eric, he's never, ever shared with anyone, you know, what he's what, what I think you're probably going to see. That's why I won't watch it. I'm a, I'm nervous about this because... Are you going to watch it? Are you going to watch it when it airs? I'm going to watch it when it airs, right? I'm just going to watch it when it airs because I don't... I, I You know, ESPN was kind enough to send it to me, so I have it. Yep. I could watch it, but I don't want to watch it because I am... I am really nervous for Michael. I'm not nervous for all the other characters. I'm nervous for that character who played the game and loved it. He played the game with 100% pure love and joy with no distractions, okay? There's a lot of things that he could have been distracted with, right? There's money, there's fame, there's commercials. He's doing McDonald's commercials. He's doing Spike Lee commercials. He's doing all these things. Basketball was always first and foremost to him, no matter what. Okay, there was no well. I okay. He 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 did all his obligations that he had to do. As good as he was in the games, Eric, he was far superior as a practice player. Far superior. I can't even. I can't even imagine what practice so was I, like. I, I, I can't I, even I, imagine. I, the the only reason that I'm ready now, 30 years later, to talk about this is because, Eric, now I feel I have a obligation to the next generation to share with them something, to say, I saw something I've never seen before in my life, and I'm still trying to convey what I saw, and hopefully he will be able to share with you because if I told you what I saw, you're going to be like, I'll be, uh, that's just BJ's. That's just this guy. He, <laughs> he played with Jordan, of course. No, no it, I, this is, I saw something I've never seen before. And I'm telling you, I saw a man do things I know no one should be able to do. And I saw him do it over and over and over and over again. And he did it without blinking. I saw him, you know, we all talk about work hard and all those things. Well, I saw a, a, a man figure it out. I saw a man be able to access things mentally and physically no one should be able to access. And if I told you that, you're going to be like, oh, that's just BJ. So I've just remained silent and I'm glad he's sharing it. And he's finally saying it's over. And I think this is going to be very, very tough for him. Because I know there isn't a challenge that he's ever walked away from. And I think this moment for him, this documentary, is him looking at himself finally in the mirror and saying, you know what? It was a good run. I, I, that's what I think is going on with him mentally, if I can just look at it, knowing him. Because there's no way he's looking at a game at, from a fan perspective. There's no way he's coming there saying, you know, he, he can't do something because the way his mind works, that's who he is. That's who he is. You know, for many years, Michael, there's always been a, I, I'm just paraphrasing here. There's always, Eric, there, 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 there's a, there's a um, quote that I used to always, that always stuck with me about Michael Jordan. It was from Larry Bird. Larry Bird said, I think, and I'm paraphrasing, I think he said, Michael Jordan, you know, that's God disguised as Michael Jordan. Something to that effect. That's God disguised as Michael Jordan in basketball shoes. Yep. And it's always, 
it's always stuck out to me because you know, like when you hear something, you know, I, I, I love I love words and I love observations and 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 Larry Bird, you know, I I had the pleasure of knowing Larry Bird. Larry Bird is like he's like a he's like a I don't know if he intentionally does this, but for those who know him, Larry is very thoughtful and he says things. But when he says something, you know, it's, it's kind of like he can pierce right through you, you know, with Larry. Larry said that and it's always stuck with me. And for whatever reason, when they asked me to do this, this, this last dance, when they asked me to do that, when Michael called me and he said, hey, BJ, I'm doing this documentary um, you know, I'd love for you to partake. And I was like, Hey, whatever you need, you just tell me and, I, and whatever done. Right. And then we go on and I didn't think anything, I didn't think twice about it, but Larry saw what I think the rest of us saw. And he, I just thought he identified it maybe sooner than everyone else. Hmm. The man was flawless. He was flawless. Okay, and, and and every player, especially the great players, have had their moments, right? Maybe they had a great month of the season, or maybe they had a great playoff run. They've had their moments. This man had a great career. <laughs> okay, he put it together, night after night after night after night after night. Right? You get to the Olympics, he put it together. You get to the NBA Finals, he puts it together. You get to a game in January, he so. When you see perfection, not that he was a perfect player, but when you see a man able to execute and find a way, no matter what the scenario is, right? He's not shooting well tonight. He still finds a way to win. He, you know, the team's not playing well. He still finds a way. He's not playing well in game six of the NBA finals, but he still finds a way to win. He always found a way. And Larry Bird said it. And I was, and I've been thinking about it. I was like, you know what? Larry saw it, but it took someone with the same mindset to see it. Right. You know, it's kind of like life recognizes itself, right? Like Larry. And I, and I, Larry had well, this and look. I believe it was, he said it after the but Larry, 60- Larry didn't have the physical, Larry didn't have the physical ability that Michael had. Sure. But, but l- l- let me assure you, Larry Burr's preparation for the game, bar none. I, I, I've, I've seen him like, okay, there's workouts and then there's, there's other guys. That's why all this working out and all of these things and the people say they're doing in the summer, it doesn't bother me. Give me Michael Jordan 30 minute workout and you can take your three hours and I'll see you at 730 and we'll see who's going to win. Hmm. Give me Larry Bird's pregame workout. <laughs> I've seen this guy running steps and running around the arena before the game. Well, no wonder he's in better condition because he was taking his body and mental capacity to a totally different space than the rest of us. What he was able to achieve in the fourth quarter of games was remarkable. Remarkable. Yeah, and and magic and and listen, magic and these, they're they're, they're able to access different spaces, right? You know, Kareem, they're just able to access it. Now, that is... I, I'm, I'm nervous for him in that way, Eric. And I don't even know how we got on this subject, and I don't even know. But I, 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 I tomorrow I, I know it's coming. Um, but I just, you are who you are, 
And I don't know. I'm not pretending to know Michael Jordan. I'm not pretending to say he's my uh, my best friend. Hey, we're really good friends. Look, I know he'll do. If I called him and said he would do, I know he'll do anything for me. I know that, and vice versa. But that's the, that's beside the point. The point is, is that this man here was a basketball player, and this man dedicated his life to something. He dedicated his entire life to one thing. And that, he didn't play for no other reason, right? There were no distractions. There, when he got between those lines, Eric, I don't care what was going on. <laughs> that was it. You know, Eric, I want to share a quick story. And then, and then whatever was going on with him, the we would he was so good eric that the worse he felt if he was sick sprained ankle wrist was hurting it became a running joke with our team we would go to the trainer chip schaefer and we would say hey what's wrong with him tonight that's what we, that's what all of us who really know him just call him m uh, what's going with m man m he, he not feeling well he he's awful he's not feeling well He's, his wrist is hurting, ankles swollen, and everybody be like, yes. Because the worse he felt, the better he was going to play. <laughs> Dialed it in even more. That level of, I, the level of focus the worse, just amplifies, right? The worse he felt, the better he was going to play. Hmm. Now, the, he, I've seen him so... You know, he can't. He's got to lay down in the pregame. He he just can't, he can't. He just laying there. M seven thirty, hmm. like a machine. Like, and, and, and I'm telling you, and, and these aren't like made up stories. This isn't an exaggeration. That's just who he was. That's who he is. And when you meet a person and you know there's no chance. And you know that person is willing to go to whatever extremes are necessary. And you better be prepared for that fight because that's what that's what he was bringing. And he wasn't there wasn't a chance he was going to lose. That's why he's six and zero in the finals. You're worried about the game. For him, this was a moment he couldn't he couldn't be denied. He couldn't be denied. So I don't know how we got here. But I, I, I just hope uh, people can watch it. I hope it, I don't know if it can be understood, but certainly he, uh, um, you know, certainly, you know, I, I'm happy that he's doing it and that he's finally at peace with it. Yeah. And hopefully uh, it turned out like he wanted it and uh, and everyone will get a chance to see it. Yeah, the, the exact quote, Larry Bird, I, I would never have called him the greatest player I'd ever seen if I didn't mean it. It's just God disguised as Michael Jordan. And this was <laughs> this was in 86. And Larry Bird was in his height. Larry That's Bird was the best player on the planet at the time. Three-time MVP yeah, yeah, yeah. on yeah. the way to winning his, his uh, third title of the decade. Uh, we can we can debate yeah. that another time, but I, I fir- well, firmly well, believe yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, listen, like I said, uh, I don't know who's the greatest. Everyone should say what they saw. Sure. That's why I respect it, right? Sure. But what's unbe- but what, what's unbelievable, BJ, about the Last Dance, and uh, Mike just shared this note with us. 
a kid like Zion Williamson wasn't even born yet when this happened. All they know about right. this is from from YouTube and NBA Entertainment replays. That's it. And now they're going to find out what this was all about. And as much as, obviously, y- you lived a lot of this there with him and your teammates and the Bulls, you know, I consumed it from afar as a diehard fan and just sponge for NBA basketball and learning. I, I can't imagine the things that I am going to learn and experience watching this. So I'm super excited well, and then I'm super excited to continue this conversation for you because with you because we've got we've got five Sundays of this stuff coming yeah, out. Yeah, well, so I can't I, wait. I, I, well everyone's excited, think they're gonna learn a lot of different things, right? Mark my words here, Eric. This is gonna be incredibly simple because Michael was a very very incredibly simple individual. He was going to be the best. Well, there we, There's no formula. There we have it. There, there, everyone thinks that, well, I'm going to see his special workouts. I'm going to see how he ate, you know, how he slept, how he prepared. No, there is no, there, this isn't complex. He was incredibly simple. I'm going to be the best. Now, who's with me? The Pure Hoops podcast is a presentation of Pure Hoops Media.